Episode 47 is upon us, and I was honored to be joined by my brother for his second appearance on The Optimal Life, and honored because in just five days, the man takes the walk of his life down the aisle and will be saying I do to his beautiful fiance Shlomit. So, appreciate Ryan's time today. Come on, share his story, his path, uh, his journey of finding love with his fiance, soon-to-be wife, and we talk about life and relationships within this crazy social media era that we are experiencing every single minute of every single day and how challenging it is and about following your heart, following your gut and doing the right thing. And uh, again, just like the first episode, episode 23, when he joined me, episode 47 is another raw and riveting episode and one you will absolutely not want to miss. So without further ado, Please welcome my main man, Ryan Haber. The Optimal Life. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the rest, directs you where to go. So What's up, brother? What up? What up? Welcome back. Welcome back to, to the glory land, the optimal life. It, you are the first uh, person to be on multiple times, so this is an exciting moment. This is exciting. And uh, even more exciting is what you have coming up this weekend. This is clearly the biggest weekend of your life to date uh, because somebody's getting married, man. Somebody's taking that glorious walk. I'm, it's a walk that you will never forget, my friend. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. I really am. I mean, Nate, it's, um, we're only what, four or five days away, Sunday night. And, uh, we were talking before this about how, how crazy it is because, like, you know, you got married nine years ago. Mm hmm. Yep. And, uh, it's taken a while. It's taken me a while. And, you know, when you, I finally found somebody that completes me and, and I'm ready to, uh, Take the plunge. I really am. Ah. I, really, I am. You laugh. You laugh. I'm, re- I'm ready for that next chapter in my life. Yeah. Well, like you should turning be. Turning 35 great. in November yeah. or so. Yeah. It's about, It's it's it's. it feels right. It does. It does. I and mean, she's a beautiful girl inside and out. Mm-hmm. So we're excited to welcome her to the family. Yes, we are. And you guys, you know, what's ironic about you guys, especially in today's day and age, is that you guys just met a year ago. Correct? Um, like literally like almost a year ago to the date. No, no. A year ago and three days ago. So 368 days to be exact. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And here you are a year later. I mean, not just that you guys were dating for a year. No. You guys just met. And here you are 368 days later on the verge of taking the walk to make this woman your wife. Uh, a lot of people are probably like, man, what is he doing? It's moving so fast. Talk about the talk about the process for you. How did you guys meet, and how did you get from that first date to where we are now? Uh, we met online. I was using uh, social media and dating apps and whatnot to to broaden my broaden the uh, range of people that I can meet because it makes it so easy. And uh, I met her online and. Uh, we were talking for about three weeks, FaceTiming. What app are you on? I was on all of them. What? How did you guys, what app did you guys J-Date. J-Date. Okay. J-Date.com. Yeah, yeah. 
it's the worst website, but <laughs> but they had they had an app where you had to use the no, website. No, I used the website. Oh, I, was, okay. I was bored one night. Wow. I logged back in because I've been on I've been on and off that website for pro- probably since I was twenty years old, twenty one or so. Mm-hmm. I logged in one night, and uh, and there was a she was. Her, her picture was there, and that was, you know, the rest is history, really. Ah. So, I met her about three weeks later. Went to Toronto to visit her, and you know, you just build it from there. Long distance isn't easy. How did you like even come across her? To, to, what did you have to do? Expand the Expand your mileage or with the radius? Yeah, the I radius mean, gives you five yeah. miles, twenty-five miles, fifty miles, a hundred, three hundred plus. I had the world as my radius. Yeah. <laughs> well, a and, lot of people won't do that, right? No, a lot I'm, of people are afraid to, to uh, venture well, out. Well, yeah. not only are you afraid to vent, not only are you afraid to venture out, but uh, I think the the what's scary is wh- who's moving. Mm-hmm. Who's going to pick yeah. up and move? That's a good point. I did it once. I moved to New York, as we discussed in our previous mm-hmm. podcast with you. But, you know, I'm back in Cleveland. I don't, I, I'm working for the family company. I'm not moving. Is is she, in my mind, she meaning it could be Shlomit, who my, who's my fiance, or whoever she is that I was looking to date, would she be willing to move? Because Ryan is not moving. Right. So I think people are afraid to expand because of that. They're also afraid to expand outside of their city because of how hard it is to keep a relationship going. Even it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a, a work just money. to be with somebody. Yeah. Even when they're living right around the block, let alone hundreds of miles away. The flights, the car, the getting in your car and driving. I mean, it's it's not cheap long distance. No, it's not. Hotels. If that's so, what did you guys do? You got you took out that you went out there for that first date three weeks after you guys had been talking, yeah, FaceTiming. Listen, you got a feel for each other. I've dated plenty of, I've dated plenty, and I didn't need to talk to her for two, three months, a year before I went to visit her. You know, it's 2018. Mm-hmm. I'll drive up there. I drove up there. I said I'm coming in town for the weekend, and I met her Friday night, and we had a great dinner. And then it led to Saturday, and we had a whole great day on Saturday, and I left on Sunday. But we kept the contact. Mm-hmm. That was what it was. When I left there Sunday, I thought to myself, wow, there's potential here. And Toronto is only five hours away. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I have this little head cold. So um, Good timing. Get yeah. it out of your system now, bro. You're right. Uh, Five-hour drive. Easy. Yep. Easy X. But... You know, it's still it's, it still doesn't make the relationship easy. You, you still have to grow. You want to grow with somebody physically, not sexually per se, but physically touching hands, holding hands, being in the same room with somebody, watching TV on the couch together. Little things that you don't you take for, you don't think about when you're in a, in a relationship. Mm-hmm. When you are doing something long distance like that, it makes it harder to build that uh, that uh, foundation with somebody. Right. Because you don't have constant time, uh, daily or, or every other day or weekly. Right. You, uh, you don't know when you're going to see them the next time. So that's so going to be tough. That's it was be tough. tough. Yeah. It's tough, and we we did it. You parted ways. We, then you would keep talking. Keep talking. Facetiming. Was you? Were you talking almost every day at this point? Not now? almost. Every day. Every day. Every day. Get home from Throughout work. Day. Night. Whatever. Text. Weekends. Phone call. Facetime. Yeah. Weekends. And I'd go there. She'd come here, and it just built it. You know, just grew quickly. Yeah. But when you know, you know. Yeah, because you guys are building that emotional connection from afar. Right. You know, you're getting to know each other every single day from afar. And then you would 
kind of go in and be with each other for the weekend. You would go to Toronto the first few times, right. be with her, get her more comfortable with the whole dynamic, as yeah. you should. Yeah. I mean, the man should go. If yeah. the man's going for a long distance, the man should pick, get in on a plane or get in his car and go. Yeah. It shouldn't be the woman's uh, responsibility to come the first time, the second right. time even. Right. So you did that, and... Over the course of those months, July, August, September, going into the fall, you're feeling you guys are talking every day. You're with her every few weekends. I mean, she traveled to Vegas with us. Yeah, in September. Yeah, that was a good only, point. Yeah, that was months two into months it. into it. But it, it. It's not. We're not twenty. We're late twenties, and I'm in my early thirties. We're adults at this point in our life. You know, mm-hmm. we're adults, so we know we both. And she's very mature for her age. You know what you want when you know what you want. And you know it's right. How did There's you, no when, when did timing. you know? When did you know that it was like you're like this is? I was feeling it. I, I, obviously, I was feeling it a few weeks after I met her personally because mm-hmm. I wanted her to come with me to one of the weddings as my date in September. I wanted her to come with us to Vegas. And you need to do those kind of things to continue to make sure, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the types of things you want them to come. Yeah. How do you know for sure unless you don't start doing real life events yeah. with those people? How do they interact one with on family? One on one for a weekend in Toronto right. at a dinner. Right. That's great. And that's the bu- building blocks. But then you need to start doing the real life things. Right. Right. The weddings, going to people's birthday parties. I don't know. Going out to different events with this Woman on your arm, how does it feel? Is it natural? Do you guys have that rapport, the chemistry? Those are the types of things that are needed. Yep. So you're doing all those things. We're she was, she was coming into Cleveland at this yep. point. Correct. She's traveling with us to Las Vegas for the weekend. She's getting comfortable. Uh, and then at what point did you – do you remember exactly when you decided, like, wow, I really want to make this woman my wife? Um, she just asked me that. She always asks me that, actually. She likes Maybe to you'll hear tell her the truth today. <laughs> I can't pinpoint exactly what day or what week, or I can give you a. a, a it, it was probably. It was in the maybe after Vegas or around the Vegas time, end of September, maybe somewhere in October, where I realized that I want to. You know what? It was actually when I realized that I wanted to her to be exclusive with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was approached at one point one weekend, and I basically said, uh, "I appreciate it, but I'm seeing somebody." You were, this was you early had an September. opportunity to be with be with another well, some, to go some out on a date or something. Out. Yeah, yeah. That was early. That was Labor Day weekend. I remember. Uh huh. So I basically at that point I knew I wanted to make see if things would go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then you know you start growing and falling more in love, and the more times we spent together, we started spending weeks. She'd come in for weeks, for a week at a time. Which helps. And uh, yeah, probably end of September, early October, I realized, okay, I'm really falling in love with this girl. I'm ready to make the move. I got somebody that's great, Nate. Mm-hmm. You know, she gets along with everybody. She comes from a great family. Right. It's time. I mean, you don't, I could keep looking and searching on on these apps and trying to date around. But. Right. Well, that's, that's, that's one of the big issues, too, is that people nowadays, they might have a great thing there. With somebody, yep. and there may be potential, but what you're, what we're so exposed to now is everybody else. The entire pond is at our fingertips at every given time. So you might have somebody that's really awesome and really spectacular and a great potential life partner. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's going to love you, take care of you. Is anyone going to be a hundred percent? Hell no. no. Nobody's a hundred percent. But are, are, it's the eighty twenty rule. Are they going to give you? 
A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Maybe H and J are not, H, I, J are not, you know, there's, it's the 20, it's the 80, 20 rule. And what our problem is now is that so many people that I'm seeing, they might have that great person that's right there that, that wants to be with them. They might have somebody that's going to make them happy forever, but they're not sure. And they're probably more on, there's more uncertainty now today than there was 15, 20, 25 years ago plus because of that very reason. The pond is always at our fingertips. There's always somebody else. And you see like if you're a, a girl and you see these hot guys with the six pack abs or the eight pack abs, you know, and they're out on the on the beach and you see all this glamorous stuff and you've got this guy who's doesn't have the abs. Maybe maybe he's already got a little pre- premature dad bod. But he's got a career. Mm-hmm. He's a good-looking dude. He takes care of you. He knows how to handle himself in social situations. He he fits the 80, and you're looking and going, well, but there's the, all the, those other guys. Little do you know, those guys fit the 20, you know? And that's the that's this, this vicious place that we're in in society right now is you're always looking at what might be available somebody else. Well, that's where the, the having your phones, we have our phones on us all constantly. Yeah. And having multiple apps, you name it, Bumble, Tinder, whatever, J-Swipe. Right. I mean, there's a, hundreds of dating apps. So you don't have to be at the beach to see somebody. Yeah. You could be in your yeah. in your bed. You could be on the toilet. It doesn't matter. That's the crazy thing. So you could be dating somebody, but you're on your phone, and there's other people's pictures that you're coming across. Oh, he's good looking or she's good looking. Right. So you, you, you kick the other person that, that might be perfect for you to the curb because this other person might have... Or, or this other person attracts you also. Exactly. But but then you realize that they only give you, you know, 30% of what you, the 80% that you need. Right, right, right. Or, and or, it's just this vicious cycle. It's not People are in this vicious cycle. So when, Get you, your, find, yeah, when you find the right one, yeah. I think that's your point, is when you find the right one or someone that has potential to be the right one, don't be so fast to slough them off. Right. Don't be so fast to not give it a shot. Right. Don't be afraid. You, you, Don't be you gotta knock down these walls. We have these, we have put these walls up in front of ourselves. Meaning, we, we don't know how to interact with people anymore. One hundred percent true. It's all texting and emails. Nobody knows how to pick up a phone and call. Nobody knows how to uh, interact in person. Yeah, you know, making small talk is not easy. Right. And, and I, you're a pro at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see me in action at the trade. See him in action. I've seen. But the ironic thing is is the technology has so many cons to it. It comes with so many challenges. And yet, if it wasn't for the technology, you wouldn't be most likely making the walk this weekend because that technology is what led to you and Shlomit coming together. So there's definitely pros to it. But again, you have to hone in and you have to temper the way that you use the internet, the way that you use social media, the way that you're exposed to other people, places, and things. Yeah. It's not just in relationships. It, it trickles down into everything. There's places in the world I never knew existed. And now because of certain accounts like Beautiful Destinations or Traveler or National Geographic or my buddy who's in Ibiza for the weekend or for the week posting pictures, you're exposed. We are exposed to all these different places. And we're sitting back at an office going, God damn it. Get me there now. Get me there. Yeah. Like life is passing by. I want yeah. to do that. Yeah. And uh, again, we have to temper 
We have to temper ourselves. We are living in a much more challenging reality than anyone could have ever imagined, even when the internet and all these apps and social media was starting to be formed 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Nobody could have predicted all this no, and the no. challenges that would come with. But like I said, if it wasn't for that technology, you wouldn't be making the walk this weekend. You're right. And for you, thankfully, you saw you used the technology to get to this point, but you were you knew enough to say, "Okay, I've lived my life. I'm in my 30s now. I've been with all these different girls. I've dated different women." This feels like a life partner, exactly. and you are smart enough to recognize that and not continue to look into the pond. Right, but that's but the, it's easy to get part. caught into that, and I was, right. I was for many years. Just when I was single, I was dating, but you get caught into that. You're 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 dating some girl, and I, you know, I look at my phone. I go on the apps because it's easy. It's right there. It's an, on your phone, and I swipe again. You know, and, and you you're you know you you just move on, and it's just you're saying when you were going through without, that transitionary phase of yeah. like getting out of the single, going into more of a relationship. But when I was out of my single, to, trying to date. Oh, trying to I date. Was, yeah, you know, I was the one that was um, with somebody, but I was still swiping. Right. We, we are. We need to. We need to. And you get depressed. Back to what we talked about last time I was on here, the uh, mental health. Mm-hmm. I found myself thinking, okay, if I don't match with her, what's wrong with me? Right. She didn't match with me or we match. She doesn't reply to a message that I send. What's going on here? And I start feeling even more down about myself. I don't know. It's a very, it's a very strange time that we're living in. With, it is. With, with, it with, is. I mean, you know how many people are going to be listening to this saying, yes, 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 that's what I have to deal with? Yeah. That's what I have to Dating go through, sucks. especially if you're single. Dating especially sucks. if you're single in a Midwest city. I'm not sure it's great <laughs> anywhere, but you'd like to believe, I'd like to believe that if you go to New York no, City. No, it's not or, better there. That's the perception, and you've lived it, Trust so it's, it's not better. No. It, being single anywhere in today's day and age is, is almost impossible because... Everyone's doing the same thing. Yep. Everyone's looking around, peeking around the corner to who's next and what's next. Who else is out there? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, he kind of he, he said something. Up, he, 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 he showed said, up late. Yeah, so he I'm showed up fifteen on. minutes late. Yeah. Or oh, he said about. something that was kind of corny. Or she was looking at her phone when I wanted her to be looking at me. Right. Or so for that, there's anything. other girls. So I can find I'm going to go else. on my phone now, and I'm going right. to go find right. a hotter chick. Right. I'm going to go find some chick that's got some darker skin, maybe a little more tan, prettier eyes. I'm going to go find her because they're all there. And we are in this crazy, crazy uh, cycle of always, the grass is always greener. The grass is always greener because of the stuff that we're being infiltrated with, of these perceptions. And perception is reality. So these images and these videos and these different things... They're going into our system, going into our brain, and we're feeling worse and worse about ourselves by the day. What it, and uh, you and I have talked about this. Always. If, if, if there's somebody that's smart out there and knows how to do this, you're going to want to make a uh, something like anti-social media to, to get all these. Com. Yeah, to get <laughs> dot com. <laughs> you got you to gotta get on the app to, to use it. Right. But some type of outlet and or focus group or health group for so many people that whose mental health has been affected by these very things. Yeah. It's clearly happening every single day, You're right. everywhere. It's not just bullying. No, no, no. There's this more is, to it than that. This is a whole unique time that we're in, and it's a, it's, 
it's changed so much, man. But back back when we were, I was just talking about this the other day. Back when I was young, back when our parents clearly were were young, you met somebody, man. You held on to that person for dear life. You they, they, there was a you met somebody that had the slightest remote potential, and you thought that there may be an opportunity or a future with that person. You clung to that person like a baby clinging to their parent's leg, and you weren't going to let go because if that didn't work out. Start over from scratch. Well, good you luck gotta, finding somebody. You got to go not... out and find somebody, and that's going to take getting out, yep. going somewhere, going to, going the, to the locals, the socials, the, the dancing, the, the the restaurants or yeah. the bars, yeah. and, and and starting over. And you had a limited pond. You had what was ever there in your little city or your yep. little town. Exactly. And so when you met somebody, it was, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually attempt to make this work. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing that's missing, mm-hmm. is you wanted to just. Like this. That doesn't mean, that's not reality. No. That's, well, that's not I, reality. I find that we as a, as a, a generation want things, instant gratification. That's exactly it. Yep. You hit it. That's, that's, it, it, that's what it comes down to. But, don't want to do the work. Right. You want the prize, but you don't want to get out there and go, go work for it. Exactly. And that's a, a huge, uh, Flaw, know, flaw, mistake, yeah. or in the mental in this mentality of the millennials, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you gotta work. You gotta work on it. You gotta work everything. on everything. Everything in life, not, rela- not just relationships. That's business. Everything. That's school. That's relationships. Mm-hmm. That's hobbies, mm-hmm. crafts, raising a family. You want to do a hobby like painting on the side? Yeah. The only way you're gonna get better, you're not gonna all of a sudden become a Picasso, right? You're not gonna start making millions of dollars the first time you paint a picture, yeah, and try to sell it. You gotta bust your ass. You gotta go to trade shows. You gotta work your ass off. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't the, matter. The only well, thing that's ever blown up overnight was the Optimal Life podcast. Exactly. Because of me. Every, everything else has been <laughs> takes work. <laughs> but you're right, man. It's just exactly what uh, the challenges are. We talk about it all the time. That's why I love coming on here to talk to you about it. So we can. Other people are clearly feeling the same way. Yeah. They're trying to figure it out. Could you imagine being 18, 20 years old right now trying to figure no. it out? No, I wouldn't want to. 22? Like you're out of college now. You don't even have the college as your crutch anymore. Now you're in the real world and you got to go for an interview. And the last time you had a face-to-face conversation with somebody that you didn't know was never. a long time. <laughs> so yeah. long, like practic- right, practically I never. I mean, I wonder if they have uh, classes now, interviewing classes. I mean, think about how many times you, you speak to somebody in an interview and, and how silly they may sound. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the younger people. Yep. You know, there, there's a way, there's a proper etiquette on interview. Yeah. Uh, interview be, etiquette. Be, uh, how about uh, just etiquette in terms of how you, like restaurant etiquette. Yeah. Sitting down at a table, putting your napkin on your lap, how to hold a fork, how to yeah. cut cut a steak. Yeah. I've seen some pretty nasty etiquette. And if I was a, a an employer and I was taking a guy out to test his etiquette yeah. to see how he would handle himself because you want customers especially if you're a salesperson right. right you're in the sales industry you're going to want to go and meet see how this person interacts in a real world uh, mm-hmm. environment and uh you got a, a guy who's cutting his steak like a, like a like a 10 year old that guy's off the list and and that's that's a lost art is etiquette 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 yeah. social etiquette has become a lost art because instead of social etiquette it's been social media Type, type, type. See what else is next. 
and uh, and move on and move fast. And that's the that's the thing. But for you guys, it's so exciting. It's beautiful what, that you guys have found this love. It's beautiful. And she uh, she had to be with you back to when you proposed. Tell the story about how you proposed to her real quick. I proposed to her at uh, Walden Spa mm-hmm. here in Aurora. <clears throat> she had no idea. But uh, we had our private room for a, two, a couple's massage. And uh, we had we got into the room and, and there now this was, was after Thanksgiving, were, right? This was in this was in January. Oh, this was in January. Right? This was after the New Year. This was after the New she Year, she came back to stay with you for the month of December, right? Thinking that it, she was going to go back to Toronto after the New Year. Correct. Okay. Like January eighth. Okay. So she was, was with it. you for the whole month of December. She whole packed. Of, she packed her bags for trying to paint the picture, but she packed her bags for the month, practically, with the intent of going back. November twenty ninth, she came in town. Thinking that she'd go back, we both. Well, she she was thinking that she was going back January eighth. I already had looked for rings in November, and so I knew that she wasn't going to stay. Um, I mean, I knew that she wasn't going to leave, or I didn't know that she had to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Right? I had yeah. to. Um, so she comes January, and, and so and then we, then we traveled to Florida right. together, right. and she came with us to Florida. And in her mind, she was thinking, he's going to propose to me in Florida. He's going to propose to me. And I didn't. And I knew she was pissed. And then January 1st, we're back in Cleveland. I take her to Walden Spa for couples massages. It was a Monday. And uh, I um, there was a champ- bottle of champagne waiting for us at the, one of the tables in there. And I said, let's toast to the new year. Let's sit down. We're both in our robes. She gave, I go, you go first. So she gave her toast to me. And then it was my turn. And I have this on video. I couldn't get any <laughs> words out. They made no sense. And I, I try to give her like a, a, a quick toast. And at the end of the toast, I, I proposed, but it didn't, it wasn't smooth at all. Your and heart I, was pounding. Heart was pounding. Yeah. The champagne flute was shaking. And <laughs> she said, yeah. And it was, it was, I thought it was special because we didn't want to make this whole over done public yeah, announcement yeah. and uh, you know that's beautiful that's it that's beautiful and now yes. july 29th uh, wow that's just incredible you know in the jewish religion eight, 18 is a very pop uh, positive number 18 means life right the letters chet and yud eight and ten 18 july 29th 729 if you add all those numbers up what do you get there 18. Nice, nice. So Meant to be. Good date. You know, and I wear yeah. the chai all day. Yeah. Around yeah. my neck, so. And, and you guys move, again, people are going to say, wow, this is this is crazy. You moved so fast. You guys met a year ago, and you're getting married a year later, and you got engaged, what, five Seven months? months ago. Five months after you guys had met, or oh, whatever yeah. the number was, five, six months. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's hard for people. You guys have become very unique in that regard, and people are going to say, this is crazy, but... What would you say back to that? I mean, well, when you know, you know, I guess. Yeah, that, that is what it is. When you know, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, people like to judge. Misery loves company. And you just... It, when they see how happy I am or, or and, and she is, there's not much explaining that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. When you know, you know. I'm in my 30s. I'm a man. I'm, 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 I've been ready. She's been ready. And when it feels right, it just... It just feels right. Yeah. There's nothing more to say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Exactly. You know, exactly. Nothing more and to you say. know why? A lot of people are the ones that will judge and the ones that will hate always do it because they can never see them feeling the same way. Right. I can never see myself falling in love with a woman and a year later being married to that woman because there's no way that I would have enough time, <laughs> enough time to build that connection what is enough time? and rapport. What, what, what's enough time, though? What is enough time? Is it a year, two years, five years? No, right, there's right. No, is, there is, is no time. Is there a manual that tells no you manual. when you need to exactly no. to be there? No. So if it was two years, would that make you a little bit more comfortable, uh, Mr. Whoever you are over there? Right. Would that make you comfortable if it was two years? But I only saw my... I only talked to my significant other every other day. We didn't spend as much time together. We didn't live together. We lived separately. We saw each other on the weekends because she was working and I was going through school or vice versa. We're both at job. It's not about the, the quantity of time. It's about the quality of time. Right. And it's about building that bond. If you have that bond and you're ready to make the call. That's a great way to put it. it. The quality of time. You you and Yana moved pretty fast as well. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah. We did. I mean, we... February to December... We uh well we were we were friends we were f- we were friends clearly first yeah. uh friends with benefits we'll mm-hmm. call it and once we started dating seriously yeah it was like 11 months 11 12 months I thought you guys the moment I started dating to the time we got in, got engaged right. was the end of the year But I think you guys were pretty you became official boyfriend girlfriend right. February and you proposed in December Correct Correct. I mean, yeah, we moved fast. So, yeah, we had only no been time. we had only been like hanging out for about 2 years at that point. So it was not much different. Not much different. Here we are nine years later, three kids exactly. later. Uh, when you know, you know. If I could tell anybody listening, is is there's no right or wrong. And if you're afraid, because in your mind, it's only been two or three months, or it's only been a year in your mind, if a year's short, what feels right exactly. to you? Exactly. It's your life. What feels right in your heart? That's what it comes down to. It does. I, I'll Quality. go back to even further. My my in laws they were they were like married within three months of meeting each yeah. other or something crazy like that. Yeah. Or were engaged within three months. Same of with my in laws. Yeah. Or future in laws. Yeah. I think it was five months they were married. Yeah. In five months or six months. Of and them. here they are. Thirty. Forty, 40 years, years. Forty years. April yeah. was forty years yeah. of their marriage. It's with insane. Four children. Yes, it is insane. So again, it's not about the quantity of time. It's about the quality of time. And if you're with somebody. Who you aren't sure about, and you've been with them for a long time, that is a recipe for disaster. Let it go. Let it go. Cut it off. Cut the fucking bullshit. You deserve better, and so does the person that you're holding back. You are sitting there and hoping that this is going to change. Mm-mm. You are hoping that that person is going to change, and that person, I hate to break it to you, is probably hoping the same about you. Right. So one of the two of you fucking idiots have to cut it off as hard as it is. Yep. As hard as it is to say, hey, honey, I love you. Hey, honey, I love you. But we've gone through this thing for several years now. Or what? maybe it's several months. Maybe it's several years. And it's not working out. Or it's not feeling like we could ever get to the next step. We've tried. We've, we've gotten, had some great memories together. We've, we've built some great experiences together. But in your heart's itching, in your, your heart's tweaking knowing that this doesn't feel right forever if it doesn't feel right forever say goodbye now you are holding yourself back one of my oldest and longest childhood or friends charlie eisenstadt yeah once said to me and i'll never forget i was dating somebody uh in my late teens early 20s for five years i was with her Mm -hmm. and i came to him one day we were at the gym and i was saying i don't know charlie i just don't 
I'm a, I'm, I don't feel it. Or I don't remember exactly what I said to him, but it was to the point where I don't want to be with her anymore, but I felt bad and I wasn't sure. And at that point, I was just staying with her because it got stale. Yeah. But I was just staying with her because I was afraid or maybe she would change like what you're saying. And he said to me, Ryan, this is the one time in your life that you have to be selfish. Right. You must think about yourself. Mm-hmm. It might hurt her. It might not, but it might hurt her, and that's what you're worried about. But you got to worry about your life, and it's your life only, man. So be selfish. And yeah, yeah. That's what. I'm, and that's I'm, it, man. Cut your losses. Cut your losses now, as hard as it is. Because another six months from now, another year from now, or five years from now, those losses are going to be that much harder to cut. If you know it's not going to work now, why would you wait two more years just to to be in the same spot? You've just wasted two years of both your lives. Yeah. So when you know, you know, and when you when you know that you're not meant to be, you know, you know, you know both ways. You know, you know. It goes both it ways, go man. Both ways. We always say when you know, you know, like it's positive. Right. When you know that it's not going to work, you know. Right. And whether it's the reaction from your family, the reaction from your significant other who you're f- afraid to hurt, the s- being scared of being quote unquote alone, uh, or a dozen other reasons that are holding you back mentally from making that decision, go look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am going to make the change and make the change starting now. And it's going to hurt no matter when you do it. So do it now. We are given one life to live. I've learned this more and more as I've gotten older. We are given one life to live and we need to do whatever it takes to make it a fulfilling life and not do what other people want us to do or put ourselves in a box or do things that hold us back because we're afraid of the reaction, the reactions, and just go with our heart, go with our gut, and make those decisions that's for us. And again, I'm making blanket statements. It's different for everybody, and every situation is different, but when it comes to a relationship, when it comes to living out your life, Finding happiness and joy, you gotta, you, you gotta make, if it's not working, make changes. And if it is working, hold on to that person for dear life and continue to wreck, uh, continue to hone it, continue to perfect it. And you'll never get perfection. You'll never get perfection. But continue to work it. Um, and by working it, if you have somebody that you know that's, could be the one forever, here's a little bit of advice for all you men and women. Delete those dating apps off of your phone. Stat. Serious. Just get them off. Yeah. And just make that, it work that, with that this one person. That will hold you back forever. That will hold you back. That will hold you back forever, don't you think? They're always there. Yeah. Just, you know, focus on this. I mean, manner. Instagram's hard enough. Exactly. Right. Come on, man. Yeah, you're right. Every time I scroll on Instagram, I've got different things that I'm seeing that yeah. are, there's temptations at Everywhere. every which corner. You yeah. open up your phone, open up your computer. It is absolutely everywhere. The other thing about the phone, too, is which I think so many people struggle from, is you wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And what is the one thing that we all have become programmed to do? We check our phone. Majority of people are checking their phones in the middle of the night. And their screens are super bright. They're almost blinding because your, your, your eyes are already not used to it for being closed for hours upon hours. You've got a bright screen. And you're starting to feed more of that negative shit right into your brain. Right but, into your brain. Right into your brain at 2 in the morning. 2 but, in the morning. But Apple was smart because what they did was they created that nighttime uh, 
bright, like automatic brightness. Mm-hmm. It dims the light to more yellow tint, so it doesn't affect your eyes as much at night. Smart. Yeah, it's smart. I mean, that you could also yeah you you could dim your you could dim your screen. You could dim your screen, you but they also cha- it changes the coloring a little bit. That's smart. To yellow. That's smart. I mean, that's better. That's like that's like that's but half the that's probably half help- the solution. No, no, they're helping. They know that you're looking at the phone anyways, right? So maybe you know they they're like, oh, this will be better for your eyes, so you can keep looking at your phone. Yeah. So that's so that's it. my point. So in, in a weird way, that's actually right. They're encouraging you to be so, able to look at your phone yes. at two in the morning. Yes. And what is it doing? <laughs> Where's the likes? Where's the comment? Oh, I posted a picture right before I went to bed, and I was hoping that girl was really going to like it, and she didn't. Yep. And I know she saw it. I saw her liking somebody else's picture. So now you're up at 2.30 in the morning, and guess what? You are up now probably until 5, if you're lucky, mm-hmm. to fall back to sleep, only to wake up two hours later. Your brain's mush. Mm-hmm. You feel like shit, and you go and start your day, whether it's school, work, or wherever you're at in your life, and... It's that uh, vicious cycle, man. You know man. what's scary is teenagers. This probably happened to teenagers. Think about it. Oh. We didn't have this issue in high school or college. Oh. Now it's... Jeez. Man, at, at Could 12, you imagine 13, at, that, at those ages old, as you're trying to figure out who you are and your emotions and your hormones? Oh, God, man. And See, how vicious those back. kids are? I know. How vicious those kids could be I at that age? Got to figure out a way. You don't think about <laughs> what you're doing to somebody else until that person's becoming like... Doing, becoming suicidal or doing things that, that are very, very, very sad. All I worried about was when that, when that bell would ring and I would see the crush, my crush on the hallway. That yeah. was it. Yeah. Now it's you're up in the middle of the night that she texts me back. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, man. That's, uh, I gotta say, we, ha- I have kids. You will, God willing, eventually have kids. And it's, it has become a very challenging society to raise kids in. I can't imagine what our kids are going to have to go through, and I can't even fathom Your what their kids are going to have yeah. to go through. I, I think about what's changed in twenty years. What is another? 20. What is another thirty, forty years from now look like? What does this world look like when we're in our seventies? Because if it looks that different now that it did twenty years ago, technologies continue to increase by the tenfold. If a technology, if we went from. Uh, prehistoric era to where we were like in the 1900s to where we came into the late into the from the 80s and 90s to where we were in the early 2000s it was a a, it it was like hundreds of times apart from the 90s to the 2000s whereas maybe in the 1800s to the 1900s century shift it was slight differences slight changes so if we've been going at this pace at this speed what's next man another 20 years it might be a hundred times more than it is now. What does that look like? Artificial intelligence, mm. computers, robots, different things controlling the way we think, feel, interact with each other. How we travel, how we uh, adapt to other human beings. Uh, who the hell knows, man, what the future holds? And the technologies are going to continue. I, I hate to say it. I can't see it getting easier when it comes to this stuff. No, but I really don't. I can't even think about what... Antisocial.com. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's very scary, man. It's scary because you it's can't. Scary. How do you you can't think of what other what new things would happen? You think yeah. everything right now is it? I mean, wh- how much different can it be? But you know it will. You know it will. Uh, I am beyond excited for you guys. Thank you. Uh, on a positive note, yeah. Uh, the 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 technology has led to this beautiful weekend that's upcoming. You guys getting married this this weekend. Uh, families coming in from all over the world because world. she's got family in Israel and where else? Spain. She's got she got Israel, Spain, Paris, 
Germany. Damn, dude. She's got New Yorkers. I have like the United Nations. Toronto. Buddy. Yeah, we are. Fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got family coming in from all different places throughout the country as well. A lot on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be a fantastic weekend. Uh, as you are preparing to take the walk, what do you hope to achieve in this next phase of your life in terms of the, the bond and, and the marriage? Oh, that's a good question. I think uh, just better myself. I want to learn about more about myself, how to become a better person. Obviously, when I become a father, that transition from being uh, not a father, I guess, to being coming a father, how I will adapt to that. Um, I just want to look to grow with her and and build the family. And you know, I'm looking. I don't know, Nate. I'm just excited to see what what the first word in that chapter reads. Really. You know, I don't, I, I can't tell the future, but I'm excited for it. That's and I'm excited man. to have my, I'm excited for, you know, you want your kids to have cousins on this side of the family, or at least in your immediate family. So, right. Yeah. You know, Ariana, Ava, no one needs Family some, will keep growing, man. Bring us some boys if you could. We could <laughs> gotta use, get that Haber. Gotta, gotta level it out a little bit. <laughs> if, if there's no boys coming, we have no Habers. Hey, we gotta, you'll, you'll make it happen. Uh, I have faith uh, in you. We will. So this is exciting. It's fantastic, man. I'm Congratulations glad I came back to you guys. Again. This, this is fun. oh come on. People were begging for you to come back <laughs> on. Second appearance, Ryan Haber. Come on See now. Him. Check him out on Instagram at Ryan Haber. Uh you're on Twitter, I think. Maybe dabbling I, I a little rarely bit. But use uh, follow him. Connect but connect with him. I do have wish some him, shoes. Wish him congrats. You want to buy some more f- shoes of ours? I, I still have some inventory. You do. Facebook.com forward slash Ryan Haber collection. I've got shoes on real deep discount. Hundred bucks, hundred and twenty bucks. If they were good enough for Carrie Underwood and Lisa Vanderpump, they should be good enough for you. Damn right, especially at a eighty percent discount or whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. Uh, hey, bro, thanks for coming out. Best yes, of luck to you this weekend, man, and uh, love you. All the best to you. you too, man. Talk to you soon. Yes, sir.